We want this and that. We demand a share in that and most of that, some of this and f***ing all of that. So I jumped out of bed and all I had was me undies on and I walked out the front and... G'day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, so uh, the the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Is that right? Except at the moment, it's all falling on Australia. It seems to be, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely unbelievable. We're underwater. Yeah, we're well, doing under. We're doing under <laughs> underwater. Well, not so bad here, actually. <laughs> not as bad as New South Wales. No, I, I, the floods are just terrible, you know. So we've had a pandemic. We've had bushfires. Yep. You know, burnt everything, then I had a pandemic that infected everything. <laughs> and, and now we're having a giant flood to clean everything away, but it's making a hell of a mess while it does it. Exactly. I wonder what's going to happen this year. Because it's 2021, Willie. Welcome back to Dune Under. 2021. We haven't done one this year, have we? No, this is the no. first one. Excellent. Yeah. Good to see you, pal. It's good good yeah. to see anybody. Nice to be back. Yeah. And we're at our favourite little haunt. I know. It's here in uh, Mentone in Melbourne. We're... we're at the uh, corner store. It is a wonderful place. Our favourite place. I can say that now because yeah. uh, I've been here more in the past 12 months than anywhere else. Right. Well, why is that? A sense of sterilisation? We've <laughs> just not been, allowed clean. To, not, not been allowed to go anywhere else. That's why. <laughs> so you've been here twice. Three times. <laughs> Three times. Three times. <laughs> Basically. In between lockdowns. Lockdowns, yeah. So, but, I mean, yeah, that just... Utter shock! The, the the devastation of these uh, floods. It's is, terrible, eh? Uh, I mean, coos floating past. <laughs> you know, I don't know why that's funny, but yeah. no, I, <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oops, that's not a coo. <laughs> that's that's not a bagpipe. I've forgotten how the, what's yeah. on the buttons. <laughs> uh, no, uh, there was a few sheep. A few I'm sheep sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Right, we've got the buttons again. The I need buttons. to turn that down a bit because that's a bit loud. There you yes. go. Yes. So, what have you been up to? Um, same as everybody else, bugger all. Bugger all. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't want to go on and on about nope. COVID. We'll, we'll, we'll cover, we'll not talk so much about COVID, but we'll talk about the way back. The way back. And what it, what it was, what it is, and what it's going to be. Yes, I mean, vaccinations, here we come, you know, hopefully. Well, clearly not, because the uh, Europeans have said, get stuffed Australia, you're not getting bugger all. Yeah, but we're making our own now. Are we? We are. Oh. Yeah, so we're actually manufacturing them here. Which right, is it a 4X version or a Foster's version? It's, it's a straight Bundaberg <laughs> run. It, oh, it's a Bundy version. Oh, that's the one for me. How many shots do you get do, of that? Do you drink it or stick it in your arm? Well, <laughs> thank God you said um. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, all joking aside, mate, it's like for anybody that's listening, because we know yeah. previous podcasts there was tens of people listening. There was. We do know we that, know. so we are going to get back into, into it. We're almost into the dozens. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, we'll get back into it on a regular basis. We will. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, we're having a catch up at the corner store just so people know we're alive. We're yeah. not in the world's toughest lockdown as what was previously thought. And yeah. here in Victoria, we're actually COVID-free. We are, officially. I officially. Think. Yeah. We've had two full cycles of the, uh, the, yeah. the virus passed with no, no cases. That's right. And, yeah. 28 days, and yeah. we've got zero active cases. Yeah. Triple donut, they're calling it. Yeah. Oh, zero, zero, donuts zero. all around. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what donuts have got to do with a frigging disease. We always 
have to abbreviate and have a symbol for something. That's know? very Aussie, though, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a zeros, is it? Nah, mate, need a good nine mm. for that. Mm. Yep, donuts. It's a donut. <laughs> Double donuts. But, so, I mean, it is good. We're very lucky to be here. There's lots of places the numbers are starting to climb again. Like France. It seems to be, doesn't it? it? You know, it's third, third wave. Yeah. Kind of lost. I've kind of lost count and the will to... I thought you'd leave. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We we got down to zero active cases because they stopped international flights coming in. Yeah, what have they People, started yesterday? And then they've just restarted international <laughs> flights coming in again. So, come on, let's bring yeah. some more infected, uh, mm. pandemic-spreading, disease-ridden people here. Yes. And see if we can't stuff up hotel quarantine. Thing is, people need to get home. You know, there's so many Australians trapped overseas still, and they Absolutely. can't get home. Yeah. You know, and something has to be done about it. You know, but I don't think they should be opening up these places on flights to other people until every Aussie who wants to come home has actually managed to get home. You think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, you think it's so. You survival know. of the richest, as always. Exactly. I'm drinking a bloody... No, you're doing, what are you drinking there? I'm drinking a bloody Mary like, this morning. You <laughs> look like you cut yourself picking up your glass. <laughs> and because, for those of you who know me or don't know me, I've, I've got pure white hair and a pure white moustache and a wee white goatee. And when you drink a bloody Mary, it all turns red. <laughs> if you're a sloppy drinker. It's like I'm having a, doing a podcast with Dracula at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you get blood, blood dripping down the side of your goatee. Yes, yes, one one does like a bit of blood. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, look, we'll cover we'll cover off last year, and then we'll get into really much better news around you yeah. guys. Live music is back, um, capacity is back. But look, twenty twenty, it was the year that was. Yes, you know, we did it tough. Then we did it really tough, and then we're okay. Yeah, we didn't you seem know, to do it as tough as some countries. It's not. It's not like you know, if you blinked, you missed it because it was horrendous and took forever. Well, we've only just ticked over. D-Day for Melbourne was uh, it was Friday the thirteenth of March, right, twenty twenty. Okay. That's yeah. when they cancelled the Grand Prix, right? That was it because the weekend before that, I think we we had just done the we'd Port, just Ferry, done Port Ferry. Ferry. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and. Uh, and everybody's talking about this, uh, you know, especially a few of the overseas acts. You know, they were talking about this virus that's going around and not wanting to touch anybody or shake hands or hug. And we're all looking at them yeah, like, like, "What are you talking what about? What are you talking it's about? A, it's a load of bloody rubbish." The next minute, the virus <laughs> hit the fan. Oh, we were in lockdown within a week. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was the last festival yeah. that took place, pretty much. I'm, I'm certain it was. Yeah, um, I'm sure it was. Yeah, that finished on the Monday. They announced no more than 100 people at gatherings within a couple of days. Yeah. And by the weekend, boom, lockdown. It was gone. gone. St. Patrick's Day was cancelled. Yeah. It was a disgrace. <laughs> One of the biggest Celtic holidays of the year, which is unofficially not a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially a sick day if, it's, it, if it falls yeah. during the week. Well, the day after's the sick day. Yeah. <laughs> And then that was it from there. And look, we know the rest of the journey. But I think looking back, you know, it's hard to believe it's been 12 months because I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. You know, I think everyone. So when, think whenever you're talking in the future and saying to somebody, oh, I, I went there three years ago, add on a year because yeah. 2020 just disappeared. Just, uh, yeah, didn't you know, exist. Whatever you think, if you think something was two years ago, it was at least three, guaranteed. Ch- changed a lot of people's lives, you know. Exactly. Uh, it most, did, uh, you know, yeah. it, like one, 
I guess from a personal level, what, looking back, I don't know if you've done much reflecting, but uh, you know, yeah, they what, call me the mirror man. Was, <laughs> I do a lot of reflecting. <laughs> a lot of reflection. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but what do, you, what do you think is is different now that probably won't change? That's a question without notice. This is a podcast, by the way, so there's no questions and there's no real no, answers. Yeah, no. but, but anyway, thanks for listening, if you are. Thanks. Yeah. I think um, hopefully one of the things that will stay is... People being a wee bit more hygienic, washing their hands. Oh, certainly. You know, <laughs> it's always you know you go to a vet, men, they're just shocking. Yeah. You know, they go to the toilet. You know, standing there at your urinal, you know, don't look, look straight ahead. <laughs> you know, and then half the buggers don't even wash their hands. Oh, it's just, oh, beer nuts on the bar. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hands straight in. Okay. Yeah. So, and never drink urine beer nuts. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my philosophy. Well, we were talking just before this, and I'm, I've always been a little bit of a germaphobe myself anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, certainly it's heightened uh, anxiety <laughs> now. And I, said I, was, I was in the, the, the wonderful St Kilda yesterday yeah. evening, early evening, in a very small place with what seemed to be an awful lot of people to me. Yeah. It wasn't. They were within the rights to have all those people in. I actually found it quite uncomfortable so right. that's probably something that's changed for me going forward so the anxiety I'm even more of a lifted and, yeah and, and just more aware you know I'm thinking oh I'm a wee bit close yeah and, you know and I, was, I was catching up with my very very good mates one of them's birthday and I met some new people and, yeah. and you know we were all sat around the table we being very jovial but I couldn't get the thought out my head about yeah. Oh, we're a bit close here, and yeah. you've you're spitting, and I was going, yeah, the sp- <laughs> you're within spittle Distance. range, you know. <laughs> Not just spitting, you know. No, just like, you know, the, talking through alcohol. That's why it's safe doing the podcast. The, the microphone takes all the spit. Exactly, you know? and, and we've got a four-inch thick plastic screen between us. At my <laughs> insistence, <laughs> and Willie's got barbed wire on his the side. His insistence. Yeah, I mean, as you said, you know, the, the people. Uh, I think. Uh, bit more hygiene, you know. I've been keeping my wife in a plastic, airtight plastic bag for the yeah. last 12 months, you know, just so as uh, her germs don't get me. That's <laughs> no, not true. That's not, oh, <laughs> that's you're, not in true. you're in I trouble. I bought her a new wedding ring yesterday. Uh, really? And a new engagement ring. A few months back, she, a big, due to a medical yep. uh, uh, problem, uh, which she's fine now, thank goodness. But, Excellent. Um, and it caused a fair bit of swelling, and we actually had to get our, our wedding ring and our engagement ring cut off, and it kind of destroyed them getting them off. Yeah. You know, so uh, she's been searching and searching all year. That's been her her year, you know, looking for a new wedding ring. Oh, she picked a good year to shop online. She that's did, for sure. you know, and, <laughs> and she's been doing Zoom calls about it and talking to the des- She got it all designed. Oh. Yeah. Sounds expensive. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yes, yeah, very expensive. But anyway, it is beautiful, I have to say. And she found a jeweller in Scotland, and she wanted it kind of Scottish themed. Yep. You know, so. So it's got a pie on it, is it? It's got, <laughs> it's got deep fried mar- it's like onion ring motif. and a pie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now it's actually uh, thistles, and instead of going, instead of going for diamonds, thank God, she went. <laughs> 
<laughs> she went for the far more expensive sapphire. Oh. <laughs> so, because it's all shaped like thistles and engraved like thistles, so it does. I have to say, it, it's beautiful. And yep. so it's uh, it's it's being made as we speak, and then it'll be winging its way. You know, I don't know how they. It's going to get here. I don't know how it's going to get here. How they transport something that costs so much. <laughs> you know, and mass sphincters given it. <laughs> Talk about rings <laughs> that are tight. <laughs> you know. A little less pressure. Yeah. <laughs> relax, relax. It's funny you should say that because uh, myself and Mrs. Mitch have had a very similar thing. Oh, have you? Yes. What, a tight sphincter? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, a very, very similar thing. So we're on the hunt for um, a new... Wedding ring right. for Mrs. Mitch. Very good. I, yeah. could, I could put you in touch with tens of thousands of designers. She's going to be listening to this, so don't. Don't. Right, I'm going to edit this bit <laughs> out, actually. That's what I'm going to do. No, no, no. No, so that's uh, it's Mrs. Mitch's birthday coming up very, very soon, and I'm on a mission. Right. Very nice. Yeah. No, I mean, I've never saw Catherine so excited and so happy about something. So. There's not been much to get excited about. And then I said, look, you know, if I'm giving you a new wedding, does it mean we have to have another ceremony and get married and all that shit again? <laughs> well, what about just, we'll just have the, the function and you can put a free bar on for everybody. You can get all your whiskies out and say, help yourself, lads. I, I could. And lasses. But I won't. <laughs> it's not in my nature. Clearly. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't surprise me. No, it's, you know that's not true. No, no, no. I'm a very generous true. man with my whiskey. Yeah, no, you're not. No, no. <laughs> no you're not. You, you put one bottle out on yeah. display, yeah. and then you've got that wee bottle I'm, in the background there the that nobody stuff. ever sees. Yeah, I've got the real stuff in my hip flask. Yes. And everybody else can have a Johnny Walker Red <laughs> to their yeah, heart's content. So, have a bells are a grouse. That's no, right. No. Definitely grouse, not. Grouse, that was my father's favourite whiskey. Well, that's what, by default, grouse. that's what, you know, people wouldn't really enter their single malts outside of um, Snowberry. What, what was it? Glen Morangi and, yeah, and what was the other one? Glen well, Fiddick. Glen Fiddick, yeah. That was, the, that was the top shelf, really, wasn't it? It was. Whereas now, the top shelf's way top shelf. It is, and, and very expensive, and uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a massive industry in Scotland, whiskey. It's a big industry everywhere. Export. Yeah. But uh, uh, Japan is very, and Tasmania, Tasmania. doing amazing work yep. with whiskies. Uh, there's a f- few distilleries opened up, even in Victoria, and like in Melbourne. But I have to say, the Melbourne whiskies leave me a wee bit like I've just had, uh, you know, a half a <laughs> half a litre of methylated spirits. You know, not quite. They've, they've got a wee the bit act. of catching up. You know, well, uh, that's disappointing because they've got good water. In Melbourne. Well, they do, but you know, I guess it's, it's not as good as Tasmania or Scotland. Scotland won the rugby last night. What? Scotland, Scotland won anything's good. Well, yeah, you know, which means the Welsh have won the tournament, which is fantastic. Yeah, they they've been gone for a while. This is this five, six, seven, eight nations. Yeah. What are we calling it now? I'm not sure. Rugby. Rugby. Yeah. Right. Real rugby is real people rugby. Say. Not, yeah. not, uh, whatever they call it here. Never been a rugby fan, but I, I used to watch the Six Nations. Everybody used to watch it. I don't mind a spot of rugger. Spot of rugger? Yes. <laughs> Scrum down, guys. <laughs> well, when I went to high school, you know, well, it, it, it was... Uh, high school? Uh, well, it was up at... It was, it was up at Topia Hill. So it was quite high. And my primary was Rock Hill. So that was up a hill as well. Yeah. 
You were born in the hills. I, well, I, I had a very high altitude education. <laughs> It's low oxygen, so I don't know how much I retained. You know, you were more <laughs> fought, falling asleep. <laughs> you know, I had two Sherpas that took me to school. You know, Sherpa McTenson. <laughs> Sherpa Tenson. Sherpa McTavish. Bad Mellick. joke. Bad joke. Yeah, no, but um, high school. Where did you go to high school? Uh, my high school was called Rockwell. Rockwell. Rockwell High School, Dundee. Right, okay. Yes. So, uh, and was any, did anybody famous ever come from Rockwell High School? No. Did that you know of? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not a single person. I honestly don't know about that. That's something I might research to find out if anybody famous came from my primary school or my high school. I don't, I don't. Apart from myself, of course. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sure if I dug into it, there'd be a serial killer or a something. Uh, yeah, exactly, you know, yeah, yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that was kind some, of fame. Infamy, rather than Exactly. And there were some strange people I went to school with. And those same people might say that about me, but I was actually a bit of a, a, bit of a non-person uh, at school that just existed. Well, you, just, you just watch your way through it. And I just got by. We've got, the, we've got the Scots magazine, and anyone okay, who's I'll listened to previous uh, of the podcasts of Dune Under, you'll yeah. know how difficult it was to get hold of this. Yes. Now, it is made in Dundee, but it gives you these brilliant Maybe facts. Maybe the editor or the publishers for your high school. Well, did you know that Dundee has the one of the oldest public library services in the Western world? I did not know that. You didn't? All right, front. And does, does as it early as 1442, so we, we must have learned to read before everybody else. Well, yeah. I mean, it was probably just one book, you know. Well... A jot, well, maybe a page, you know, that was handed around. <laughs> Have you read this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and just, and, did you know a Scottish comic was once killed by ostriches? Billy Ritchie was a silent era Scottish comedian who developed the Little Tramp character before Charlie Chaplin made it famous. Right. Died after being attacked on set by the ostriches. What was he doing on set with ostriches? Does it say? It must have been a playing a tramp character in a silent era film. In the desert film. or something. In the deepest dark. Maybe it was a Tarzan film. Oh, maybe, also, you know. I don't know why would have a Charlie Chaplin tramp in a Tarzan film. Well, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you have to squeeze them in everywhere you can. Char- right. Charlie Chaplin was, was quite a man. He certainly was. I'll not bore you too much longer, but I can see you're bored. Um, But there's a lot of Dundee thing. Launched in 2006, Dundee's Abertay University, which I know very well. Right. Ethical hacking degree was the first in the world. There you go. So not only did did we learn to read first, we also learned how to hack first. How to hack. As in hack your dinner up because (laughs) it's so... I've cooked your steak. It's been on the the heat for the last four hours. It should be almost done. You know, there's none of this. <laughs> Everything in Scotland's well done. They're deep fried. Exactly, deep we... fried, tasteless. Put the salt on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, last one. You, you you might know this actually. So. Okay. The the narrow cupboards in Scotland's tenements yeah. were often called what? The lobby. No presses. Oh, the press. That's right. right. So they were built for what purpose? For the Ironman board. No. No. Not so the. They were built to allow the workmen to travel from house to house easily. These doorways were only turned into cupboards at the very end of the building works. 
I didn't you know that That's at all. all. Yeah. And I worked in the building trade. There you go. But we never clearly you weren't paying attention. Well, clearly I wasn't <laughs> born in the fifteenth <laughs> fucking century. You know. <laughs> there's, there's, there's all sorts of weird stuff here. It's an interesting magazine, the Scots magazine. It's good, and I've brought, yeah. you, I've brought you your copy. You can take it with you. I will, and I'll, there's, I'll, a, there's even a lion which was found in a tenement in the home of a local go-go dancer in the 1970s. A lion. A lion. Must have been in Glasgow. Oh, no, bears. Uh, Glasgow. Tigers and bears. Oh, my. Enough of that. Enough of that. We've, we've done the Scots magazine We today. have. There you go. Scots magazine, DC Thompson's. Yeah. Um, order it, but you don't expect to see it before the next pandem- pandemic. It's, uh, you know, I mean, does it, is there any, oh, there's music as well, you know. Oh, there's cooking, there's everything. We'll get to that. There's uh, a lot of very famous Scottish bands in the Scots magazine. Oh, there is. No, it's a good magazine. Aye. Enjoy. Well, uh, I if, it, <laughs> if I had any uh, time, not time, if I had any notion to do research, I would have done a lot more. It's actually uh, good to see live music creeping back here in, in, in Australia as well. Well, it was well, good to know? see Willie Hutton and uh, the boys from Claymore yeah. performing on my uh, screen well, last you, week. You tuned in to the... Uh, tuned to the, in. To the live... Was uh, it the Melbourne week? Celtic Festival? It was, and it was held on St. Patrick's Day, and very successful by all accounts. Um, it was certainly presented very well. Yeah, no, uh, everybody who put a huge effort in, and uh, we were... Um, Amazed at how many people tuned in online. Yeah. You know, we were in the twenties. Yeah. <laughs> no, we actually had a really good, a good result, uh, and lo- a live audience. It was just brilliant to yes. actually get on a stage and play. Terrifying. You think I don't remember how to do this. You know, I'm absolutely terrified. You know, we're all looking at each other. How does this one start? You yeah. Know, because we never, we couldn't even really have proper rehearsals. We no. couldn't get everybody together, and then all of a sudden we were allowed to have live gigs, you know, with limited uh, crowd capacity. But yeah. as as the v- event got closer and closer, the crowd capacity kept increasing, which was great. It did, yeah. You know, so. I think we're going to be back at a hundred percent as early as next week. Yeah. So it's seventy-five percent at now, the moment. Yeah. Um, which is pretty much. Yeah, capacity for most places right yeah places don't generally go to 100% capacity yeah. they, they tend to pull it back so it was great to see that uh, yeah, it was an excellent crowd yeah there, no we had we had a ball and there was lots of other uh, artists there who first time up playing for years or yeah. a year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of them the way they played probably for years yeah. anyway <laughs> well getting you guys yeah. together in a, in a practice space is pretty difficult given there's about 12 of you yeah so it's not easy yeah no. no. um, any place that's not being used is it's shut or has been shut down as well isn't it yeah so. I've, I've, we've lost a fair few uh, event uh, spaces and, and, and venues uh, yeah. since last year as well which and I think a lot of these places they'll never come back and they'll never be replaced you no. know and uh, I mean the tourism industry uh, the music industry two of the worst hit uh, industries uh, with the lockdowns, really. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, oh, look, I think it keeps going, and the, the pains are still harking back on COVID, but mm. I think the pains only just started because all the job keeper payments are stopping now and whatever. Yeah. yeah. The Not government, the, uh, you know, I guess the, they're they going to take their pound of flesh back now, uh, aren't they? That's, that's exactly it. what we're they're going to do. Uh, 
here come the tax increases. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. I'll have to pay for that. That's it. GST uh, will yeah. be 25% from yeah. tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> and backdated to March 2020. Yes. Right. Yeah, you can send your checks too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, exactly. And they'll say, our budget is uh, going to produce a surplus budget. Yeah. Of course you are. Of course. <laughs> we are. Uh, look, I think... Again, we've, we've said this a num- number of times. Um, we're very lucky to be here in Australia. Everything's going well. It has. It you know, has. And yeah. uh, unlike many, many other places where we can literally say that we're COVID-free at the moment, yep. the vaccinations are rolling out, everybody. So roll up your sleeve and go and get that done because uh, I think it's everybody's duty and responsibility to look after everybody else and absolutely is do what they can yep i don't uh, to reduce the exposure and the, and the spread you know yeah yeah and I, hopefully it i guess summer's well what's it going to be spring now in the northern hemisphere yeah so hopefully that helps and that then helps, uh, certainly it's helped in the uk uk's done a great job of rolling out the vaccine right i, yeah. I guess they've got that nhs infrastructure to allow it and it probably is the best in the world, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not the world. Scandinavia could probably match it, but yeah. certainly the United Kingdom's National Health Service, uh, and they've rolled out it's, it's 30, 40 million. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous it's, amount, you know. Yeah. So hopefully, then, when, by the time summer comes, then we'll start they'll, to see the end see of the it. benefit. Yeah. Yeah. And and the lockdowns will start to ease up, and you know, and that will spread across the planet, and hopefully, we'll knock this bugger on the head once and for all we never need to talk about it again well it'll just become like normal you get your flu vaccine every year you probably end up getting a yeah. covid one every other year or something and well, uh, well there's a lot of things i i don't i don't think it'll go back to complete normal you know when a lot of people have been working from home yeah um and that seems to be coming a bit of the norm for a lot of people yeah. And a lot of people got a shock a couple of weeks ago when their company said, you've got to come back to the office. And they're yeah. like, uh, what? Where <laughs> no. is the office? <laughs> yeah. Where's the office? How do I get there? Where's I, my clothes? <laughs> actually, a lot of companies have found that workers are doing more work, working from home. Yeah. I you know? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Depends Maybe. what industry you're Maybe. in. Maybe you start with. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's, it is a, 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 an interesting uh Dynamic. I mean, a lot of people have often said, you know, that um, they could do a lot of their work from home and, you know, let's make it more about family and home. And, and, you know, if you get three really good days out of somebody and a couple of days, that you know, that tends to be what happens in offices, you know. Absolutely. You know, they've got to take into account, which they never have before, is the commute to and from work. Yes. Right. Now, companies don't give a crap about that, but people do. Yeah, you know, there's people sitting in traffic for an hour and a half to get to work and an hour and a half to get home. Yeah, that is not productive no. for the other eight hours of the day. Yeah, you know, if you can get up in the morning, have your coffee, do what you want, Turn you, will, on your you will get a much better eight mm. to ten hours. Yeah, rather than just this stress-filled environment of yeah. commuting. You know, and I've I've been saying this for years, right? Mm. I'm not go me, but I have yeah. been saying this for years. Companies have ways. It might be against human rights and stuff like that, but they have ways of checking whether people are doing their work or not. Right? Yeah, uh, from home, you mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They can see when you're online, and you yeah. know. And the only way to stop the, you know, the traffic congestion, 
is to do exactly that. Look what's happened. I yeah. mean, it's a nightmare now. The traffic is worse now than it has been pre-COVID. Yeah, because no one will get on public transport. Yeah, they're all avoiding trains and buses and yeah. yeah. But I think that that leaves off. Everybody will well, slowly. It has to. Yeah, it has to. You know. Has to. Yeah, because we. I mean, I, I was driving around a fair bit during the lockdowns to some of the nature of some of the other work that I do, apart from music and, and podcasts and being a general rock god, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, why why are you laughing? And so humble with it. <laughs> Shy, retiring. <laughs> retiring, then that would be. <laughs> that would be nice. Be nice oh, yeah. my God. I'd love to retire at 40. <laughs> you know, this is 20 years ago. In fact, I feel I did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just convince yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's uh, people working from what the traffic's terrible. I, I was so used to the traffic actually not being that you felt like these are my roads now. Yeah, you know, exactly. It was great. You know, and then as the traffic started, what are these people doing yeah, driving my road. on my road? <laughs> yeah, getting in my way. And everyone's forgotten how to drive. That's yeah, the other thing. Yeah, oh, my yeah. goodness. Courtesies out the window. Oh, see, it's know. just survival of the fittest yeah, at the moment. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> survival of the fastest. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, uh, but I think um, it, is, it is a way of the future. That's another thing that will stay, as we were talking about earlier, uh, there will be a certain amount of people who maybe never go back to an office yep. or they'll go in one day a week or one day a fortnight, you know, and just to show face and, and actually touch uh, touch base with the team, yeah. you know, and, and feel like you're actually part of a team. It's definitely detrimental mm. to, uh, like, m- my particular industry. Yes. And you and I are both lucky enough to be company directors, owners yep. um, of different companies. Yep. But certainly our business benefits a lot from being in the same office yeah you know not everyone necessarily mm, yeah but there's a there's a lot of knowledge sharing that goes on and yeah. it's required because because we're dealing with new technologies all the time changes in um you know design and yeah so we've noticed uh, that's been a challenge for us right you know um and it's not as much as well just get on a zoom or a teams and yeah. Uh, and you can show it's not the same. It's not the if you, same. If you're all yeah. sitting in the office and a question comes in your head and you go, hey, does anybody know yep. what the size of this is? And they go, yep, it's uh, 4 by 2 yep. Done. Yeah. Right, try sending an email, picking up the phone. Somebody's on the phone. Yeah, oh, can it teams zoom. you? Can it? Yeah. It's it. So we, we've definitely found that a challenge. And I guess for a lot of people, um, being isolated and being at home hasn't been a good thing. For the mental health, it's just, you know, destroyed them. Yeah, you know they need that uh, talking to colleagues in the office and the banter around the coffee machine and you know running out for a sandwich for lunch and stuff. So basically, know. all the excuses not to do any work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nipping outside for a ciggy exactly. every six minutes. Well, that's the thing. If I, if I got, anybody's going to make me go back to the office, I'm starting smoking again. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> no, that's no, you're not. That's definitely not going to happen. Neil's well, that's my COVID achievement. Is uh, well, actually, I stopped before COVID, but. Um, yes, it's been good to be smoke-free. Yeah, and a lot of people have also learned... Fluffy habit anyway, stupid habit. How critical it actually is to have a hairdresser because they've tried <laughs> to cut their own hair. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> you have no need to cut your hair. Well, but I did cut my own hair. <laughs> after last time we met, I still had COVID hair, didn't it? So, did, so yeah. I didn't uh, yeah. cut my hair. And I, 
and I bought, I bought these uh, one of those shavers, as you can tell. Super I've got compost. the yeah, I've got the yeah. zero cut, um, which sells me well. Every it's normally every six months, but I think I got to about ten months this time. Right. So I was looking a bit like Donald Trump, but on okay. some occasions, and yeah. you know, and then when the wind changed direction, orange I was, I was, and a comb over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was looking a bit like Bobby Moore or Kevin Bartlett if you're Australian. Right. Um, but yeah, that, I bought these brand new ones off Amazon as we did we, yeah. we bought everybody bought everything off amazon right yeah not me uh, well <laughs> i don't like yeah. amazon oh, oh, sorry online shopping online shopping um, yeah. and uh, yeah because they were new I, I thought oh this is good I'll, I'll set it on a number four yeah and i swear this thing just looked at my head and all my hair just fell out yeah, 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 <laughs> it was yeah, brilliant yeah. <laughs> like holy shit <laughs> it's well, it's, look I just i've saw so many photographs like on on <laughs> online of people who've attempted to <laughs> cut their own fringe you know <laughs> why not you know why not yeah you yeah. just get the kitchen scissors and go for it you know and it's it's like a shark's tooth you know going across their forehead it's just exactly. unbelievable and then they keep oh I'll straighten up I'll straighten up and then their forehead is it becomes the <laughs> back of their higher head. and higher and higher <laughs> oh hey Mitchell give, Mitchell, give, them can I give me a zero <laughs> Gonna start my own business doing it, but these well, are the same people that are going to have to dust the cobwebs off the ironing board and. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, all sorts. Of, yeah. <laughs> that's been and, brilliant. And I'm, I'm actually, the opposite to you, of course. I, I just don't bother getting my hair cut. It's doing it my waist, you know. So now it's been. Once you, you know, your hair starts trailing in the toilet when you're sitting down, and you know you need a haircut. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yes. I had a haircut last week. I had a good Which one? eighth of an inch right, removed from the end, and uh, right. you know, always it was starting to get stuck in your back pocket. Was it, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was tying my wallet to it, <laughs> <laughs> swinging about. Yeah, but it's uh, you know, it's but we're so lucky we can come out. We can uh, sit here. Talk rubbish for talk an rubbish. hour. Yeah, you know, exactly. We're having a drink. We're in our favourite wee place. Well, that's yeah. it. We 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 got together last week and said, right, we've got to get Dune Under back on because it thinks it is, and, and thanks anybody that's listening. It's 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 just a couple of couple of pals getting together, and shooting and the shit. You know, get riding off into the sunset <laughs> on their Harleys. <laughs> and it's any excuse actually to come to the corner store, which is a yeah. beautiful little uh, yeah. bar restaurant. So if we get restaurant the chance, we, we might get one of the uh, proprietors if he walks past. Yeah, we should do. Because we've been doing it as hard as anybody. It's quite a big place. Exactly. I mean, another reason we come here is Tim, who actually is one of the owners here, is a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> He's the fan, is he? He's the fan, you know. <laughs> And I've told him when he emails us or, or or writes a post, use a different non-deploy every each time. time. Each time. <laughs> yeah, so as it looks, exactly. looks like we're packing them in. Exactly. So we've got all know. these comments from Tim, Tom, yeah. Tam. Tanya. <laughs> Tanya. Yeah. That's every other week he likes <laughs> to Tanya not, himself. He's not bad, Tim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, nah, it's good. And that's the reason why we're here is, uh, you know, to say we are open we, we are, are Melbourne we and are. we are open. And we're back. Yeah. And uh, live mu- a few music festivals starting up as well. Yes. You New know, announcements yeah, everywhere. It's, it's great. Uh, the government, although they're stopping the, the, the job keeper and all the, all, the, all the systems, you know, to help the unemployed and, little, and small business yep. and large business, you know, um, 
get through all the Don't last... Don't get me started on the large business oh, with, their, know, with yeah. the record profits and their 20 million job keeper yeah. crap. And then anyway, we're not doing politics. No, we're not, but it does annoy the crap at you, you know. Oh. Yeah. When you see these guys taking giant bonuses as well. I know, exactly. <laughs> Everybody else is losing their job. I know. It's just, uh, anyway. I think that, for, anyway, yeah, okay. We Let's, won't do politics. No. So, religion, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do <Christ>. something serious. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that bloody Pope. Yeah. <laughs> bloody God and his well, pandemic. You, your football's back as well, Aussie. No, well, I, I knew you'd bring that up. That's yeah. why I didn't bring it up, because I know yeah. how excited you are, the I'm AFL. so excited. Aussie Rules Footy is back, and it's better than ever. And what team is it you support again? St Kilda. St Kilda. And what team is it you support again? Uh, <laughs> Richmond. The Tigers. The, the, the Richmond Lions. That's, that's <laughs> it, yeah. Richmond Hotspur. <laughs> that's, that's the one. No, no. look, it is a great game, and it's good to see live sport back again, you know. I mean, we, did, ha- we did have the tennis tournament just a, f- a few weeks ago as well, or what, a month or so ago. Yeah, in the uh, oh, beginning of Feb. Beginning yeah. of Feb. You know, a few miserable whinging friggin' tennis players, but yeah. didn't want to do the two weeks, uh, <laughs> you know. Let's put the tennis players in with the politics bin. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, actually. It's, uh, no. Yeah. Some of them are. That was a tough one. Some of them are really good. You can't tar all these people with the same nah, brush. A couple you know. of them. It's just a yeah. couple of them that just, you know. I think it was more, it, look, it wasn't so much about the tennis players, um, but yeah. the ones that, it was the Melbournians were doing it really tough. We yeah. were just coming out of, you know, like we were getting back to some kind of normality, you know, and looking forward to 50% of capacity. Yeah. And then they go ahead and bring a thousand people from the highest affected, or some of the highest affected COVID areas in the world. Yeah. And they, some of them, were complaining about being quarantined. Yeah. It's like, and some yeah. of them had COVID. And some it of them turns did. Out, you know, yeah. and not just the players, like the the entourage, the the managers, the trainers, the yeah. You know. No, there was a few tested yeah. positive. Yeah. yeah. But look, it, it went off okay, I guess. It did. But I, I think it was it was more about what people were feeling as opposed to, you know, having a go at tennis players. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, they just but, felt it was a wee bit. Yeah, and of course we've had a really good month since, and now AFL is back. It mm-hmm. started uh, last Thursday night was the first game, okay, and it was superb to see fifty thousand people at the MCG. Wow, just fantastic! And have, has your team played yet, St Kilda? Yes, we are one and one. So we played one, one, one. Right, and we weren't expected to win it actually. So who was that against? Against the Greater Western Sydney Giants. Ah, well, Sydney. What Sydney. did he know yeah. about AFL? And it was pouring rain for because that was last weekend when they had all the rain yeah so it was a tough game to watch but it was a good game yeah. games have been really good this year i know you're not interested in it in the slightest no, but, yeah, there's a lot of rules. people out there there's at least four or five people who listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully they might be remotely runs. interested <laughs> in aussie rules football you know well your team won the first game of the season in front of fifty-one thousand people so oh, did congratulations they? who were they playing they beat carlton Carlton. Carlton. Carlton, mate. Yep. And uh, you're playing... Who are you playing this week? I can't remember. Um, I think you've got a tough one, though. Are we? Yep. We're playing tonight. St Kilda's on tonight. Yeah. I did see a wee bit at the end of the Geelong game. Mm. That was kind of close. I think they were playing Adelaide, weren't they? One point. Yeah. And this, oh, and this, everybody's gone, geez, how's this Scottish guy such an EFL tragic? And I am. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and look, they have they've changed the rules a little bit. Um, it's probably not even worth me trying to explain it to anyone who doesn't know AFL. But if right. you do, you'll know what the rule changes are. Mm. And I don't know if it's because seeing crowds and having the atmosphere has made it so much better than last year. Yeah. But the actual game looks a lot better this year because of these quite minor rule changes. Okay. It's a, it's it's a better contest so than it's been for a few years. Tighter shorts. Tighter shorts. Yeah. Yep. That's a, you're not allowed to drag anybody by the ghoulies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they go up to get the ball, it's a very, it's a very physical game. Oh. Must, you know. it's, a, it's a very it, physical game, and it's a, it, it's a long stamina game. is. I challenge anyone to say there's a um, a team game in the world that requires the stamina and the fitness of AFL players. Right. I don't think so. These guys do round about, let's say, it's somewhere around 15 kilometres per running. game. Yeah. And it's it's full on running. Yeah. There's, there's there's jogging and yeah. sprinting. Yeah. There's not much hanging around. No. Because the game moves around a cricket oval. Yeah. Right? The size of a cricket huge oval. Huge pitch. Yeah. You know? um, it's incredible. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's my game. I, I love it. And you say like you're an AFL track. What what were you a tragic back home? Were you a, a soccer tragic, or you only really into sport or? No, well, football as we called Fo- it football, then. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I say soccer now as well. Yeah. yeah. Just, just to differentiate, I suppose. Mm. But, but yeah, look, yeah, absolutely into all sports. Yeah, you know, the only motor racing of any kind is the only thing I'm, I'm not into, and right. polo. That's polo. about it. No, I like a nice <laughs> game of polo. I love the shirts. You know, I like a nice pastel <laughs> polo Ralph shirt. Loren. Yeah, <laughs> and just you know, it's 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 the game you know that keeps on giving because you know there's horses, there's polo players. And there's the smells, <laughs> you know, the horses smell, the, the shit that the horses do smell. <laughs> what more could you ask for, you know? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, but I, I miss the football, to be honest. because it's, Well, because it's on through the night here. It is. Always yeah, sure. has been, always will be, just time difference. Well, we do have football here you, as well look, as You can soccer, watch it, you, you can know? catch up with it, but it's not the same as... You know, a Saturday afternoon in the pub, or a Friday night, or a Saturday night now, yeah. Sunday, Sunday afternoon. I mean, but the actual watching the game, Australian you know, soccer league is, you know, it's slowly getting stronger. I think yeah. it's never going to. I don't think it's ever going to compete with Europe or. I, th- I think of like all that, the sports, you know. they've probably been affected more by this than any of the others. I mean, cricket is so popular here. AFL is so popular here. Soccer has been building. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's your standard cricket reaction. Yes. Yeah, but soccer have been building for uh, probably fifteen years now, yeah. and they started to get a bit of traction. Yeah, um, and it, they've just lost all traction now. Yeah, it, it completely lost it. Yeah, you know they're going from Melbourne. There's two, well, there's three Melbourne clubs now, but one of the the top Melbourne clubs, Melbourne Victory, they were yeah. they were getting you know fifteen to twenty five, thirty thousand for that's games. Pretty, yeah. But the last year, certainly, they've had no crowds. But even the lead-up, it started to drop off a little bit. Yeah. So they're, they're probably going to be struggling to get the five, six thousand back because they've lost all the momentum. Yeah. You know, and AFL's been going for 160 years, right? Soccer's been football as we know yeah. it has been going for the same amount of time. You know, right? Yeah. 150 years. Yeah. So soccer in Australia has only become a real professional set up yeah. in the last 10 to 15 probably yeah. 15 you know so, and that's going to be a long journey back a then. long uh, yeah but I'm sure they'll make it 
you know, and I, I think what gave them the traction was the Australian national team doing reasonably well in, in World Cups and yep. things like that, you know. Definitely. So that, that, and Aussies just love sport. Oh, yeah. Anything at all. Yeah. Anything we can uh, drink beers and shout at. Yeah. That'll do. And gamble on. Gamble on. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like most countries. I yeah, we've got to say, that's not an Aussie thing, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's not an Aussie <laughs> thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was never big into sport. I, I had my team back home, you know, the old Partick Thistle, the Jags. <laughs> the Jags. The Jags, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I did my time at Furhill Stadium, you know, I was a uh, pie seller. <laughs> you remember in the old movies, they used to have these, uh, you know, it, it, more often or not in the old movies, it was, it was a, a young lady wandering around with a little tray in front of her, you know, and selling cigarettes to people in restaurants. And Albatross. Albatross, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I had a, a wee tray and it was kind of heated, you know, and you had scotch pies and you wandered around, oh. you know. Selling pies to grease dripping down your uh, oh yeah my yeah. mum hated it your you know. stay press trousers my, yeah. my polo shirt well your polo yeah. shirt of course <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it was fine you know and I did it I did it for a couple of years and the reason I did it it got me into the match for nothing yeah right not that it was expensive to get in pound a pound maximum you know, you know and and there was always plenty of room you know because the supporters tandem for the jacks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, regularly squeak past my my bedroom window. <laughs> and I saw it. The football. But anyway, yeah, I was fine. And m- my mum was, was good with it, you know. Gave me something to do, somewhere to go on a Saturday afternoon. Until I got mugged at Furhill Stadium for the pie money. And not only the pie did money they, or not, the pies? Both. I was just, not only did they take the money, they took the pies. <laughs> No, was that a true statement that you gave to the police? I, yeah, yes. <laughs> Here was I standing innocently, throwing pies you know. over the wall to his friends outside of Fir, Fir Pam. No, not true. <laughs> I did, and I, you know, I, I know, I'm not going to mention the other team that uh, Partick Thistle were playing because it's too political. Oh, Celtic. So, so it was Rangers or Celtic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and. Uh, my uncle, my uncle Jackie, who is my one of my favourite uncles, and we did a lot of stuff together. And I'm sure I'll talk about him a lot throughout the course of this year's podcast. Excellent. You know, a lot of great stories. But he lived across the road. He lived in Furhill Road, and he lived across the road from uh, from the football stadium. But the and he lived in a tenement building on like, and it was the rare, there was quite rare tenements in Scotland that actually had in Glasgow that had four floors not just three so there was you know there was uh, two houses as you walked in the close the, yep. the entrance to the tenement the ginnel yeah and then there was a, a little mezzanine floor with an outdoor toilet <laughs> and then you went up another set of stairs and there was another two houses up another set of stairs another toilet another set of stairs and these ones on Firhill Street uh, actually had four floors so there was they a, were like the spinal tap oh, of tenements. They right? were the Rolls Royce. T- <laughs> so, but these go when up I was to four. Wor- <laughs> <laughs> when I wasn't working at the stadium selling the pies, you could actually watch the game from his uh, lounge room window. Ah, yes. The drawback being the roof of the stadium, the stand, blocked half the pitch. So you only saw... <laughs> 
half the game. <laughs> a, kick it to the left. Yeah, keep the play up this <laughs> end, for God's sake. You know, in some games, as you know, the the play would always be doing once. It was uh -huh. one side. Absolutely. You know, yep. so yep. you would only see the first half. <laughs> you know, doing that, it, uh, there was nothing up your end, and then they said it would they swap ends, <laughs> and there was nothing again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> One half of the pitch was covered in sun. That's the play it. at that end because it was probably minus ten degrees. Yeah, it's a wee bit of warmth. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was my Mary Hill upbringing. You know, <laughs> supporting the local team, pie stealing, pie stealing, Celtic, yeah, Rangers people. You know, and I thought the guy had a knife. I, I was terrified. To cut the pie, clearly. Well, I get, well, that's what I thought. You know, I think it was just his finger and, and the side of my ribs. No. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the money. <laughs> what if pies have been about 10 pence or something? Five oh, they weren't even. Five yeah. I it was lucky if I had two and six, you know yeah. what I mean, in Pima. And then I went back, as you just intimated earlier, I went back to the guy who handed out the pies and the trays and the, the change yeah. and told him I'd just been robbed for the pies and the money. And he go, away and go, away yeah. you go, you lying <laughs> bastards. Yeah. Where's the money? I says, no, I got robbed. Yeah. No, really? I yeah, don't. and actually it was the last time I got to sell the pies. No, really? That's Not strange. only because my mum didn't want me to get mugged again. Yeah. She was horrified. The pie man thought you were full but of the shit. the pie man thought I was full of shit. And I'd either and ate the pies yeah. and kept the money or gave the pies away to my pals. Yeah, <laughs> thrown them over the wall. Chucking them over right. the wall. Yeah. So we used to jump the wall to get into the football. Did you? Yep. Where was this? Or go in under the turnstile. In Dundee. Yep. Dundee. Dundee right. FC. It's my team. Was that your team, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Dundee nil. Dundee. No, it's Partick Thistle nil. Yeah. 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 No, I, just, I was thinking there, I can remember when it was 50 pence for kids and a pound for adults to get in at Dundee. How much is it now to go and see a soccer game? Oh, in the, in England, it'd be pretty expensive. I reckon you'd be talking probably 30, 40 pounds a game. Good God. Uh, it would be. And then a lot of people take it yearly, uh, like well, the, season, the, the, yeah, the membership, the big so they can actually get a, a ticket to a game. Now and most again. of the Premiership teams, I would suggest, are sold out season ticket holders. Yeah. Like, and, and they may have some allocation where you can buy a ticket. I'm pretty yeah. sure you couldn't turn up and pay cash. Oh, maybe I, I could be wrong there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most, most teams would be sold out. There's a lot of money in dark money and black market tickets isn't there for everything oh, I'm sure there is yeah for the, for the clubs the, the Man United's and the Chelsea's and the mm. you're probably talking £2,000 a year for a season ticket at Chelsea oh my god someone's going to say double that and yeah. someone's going to say crap but uh, yeah. it's over £1,000 well, really sure. for sure, sure it's it definitely a, I'm guessing about 2000 but it's the same for uh, music events as well and festivals you know there's all these companies have Spruced up online, you know, and, and you think you're buying a ticket and they're dodgy tickets. Oh, and, you know, the price is stated on the online website as, you know, that's an American thing, though. A hundred dollars, and then by the time the tickets actually arrive, you've yeah, paid three hundred dollars. Yeah, well, you should everybody should know who those companies are, yeah, and there's and one really them. big one that we're not going to mention, but uh, stay away yeah. from them. Yeah. yeah, but that's a very American. I remember going to America, I was working there, and um, we, we went into a ticket in place mm. and the guy just basically guessed the price right it was actually tickets to see U2 that's what I remember oh, okay so it would have been 2000 yeah right 2000 in Texas 
they were we were in Houston. They were playing in Dallas, but we were. That's three. the year two thousand, not the price. For the exactly. Tickets, yeah. Yeah, and and I think the we bought the tickets and it said on the eighty five dollars right yeah. US. I think he charged us like one hundred and sixty each or something like that. But you just that's acceptable practice right. there. So quite how these online companies have got around this scam. Yeah, and these are big companies. You know, the one in oh, particular I'm thinking yeah, of, yeah. but they're not the only one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't do it. No. Do not do it. It's uh, no. it's. Uh, Australians are pretty good at holding back some tickets for events because we've got such big stadiums as well. Yeah. That also helps. Yeah, and trying to make it fair for everybody. Yeah. You know, I think is a good thing. There should always be cut price tickets for people who can't afford, you know, the full whack. You know. Yeah. How do you make that fair though? That's a well, a lottery of some kind or a draw. I don't know. And then, yeah. I know it's hard. Yeah. I mean, how do you do it? You know, because sometimes, you know. An event, a music event or a festival for me, it'll go on sale, you know, nine o'clock Monday morning. You yeah. get through to the ticket and place it two minutes past nine and it's sold out. Yeah, you're, sit- or you're sitting at the back. Yeah, it is. You know, the tickets are all sold. But, and then you yeah. get all these special email offers, you know, pre-pre-pre-sale uh, and then yeah. the pre-pre-sale and then the pre-sale. Yeah, exactly. You know. Give us 50 so it's bucks. when we get to nine o'clock on the Monday morning when the tickets officially go on sale, there's none. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, it's, it's good that we're having this conversation about buying tickets for music events, isn't it? It is. And a lot of uh, the big acts are starting to announce they're on their way to Australia. Yeah. So there's a so. lot of new ones coming or heading for summer. Well, I guess from normally our, our big concert season starts in about. August, September, right? Yeah. And goes through to about March. Yep. Because they, they come here because it's warm. It's warm, yeah. So, yeah, we'll be seeing uh, a lot of the top acts. I mean, I've still got tickets we bought last year, you know, hope, and we're just waiting on the acts to uh, reschedule. Ah, yeah. You know, yeah. they've all said you can either have your money back or you can hang on to the tickets. And I think I've already bought the ticket, you know, I want to see, uh, the reason I bought it, I want to see the the artist, you know, so yeah. I'll just hang on to it, you know. Yeah. And then and then you think, where did I put those tickets? <laughs> yeah. Oh that's right, my computer crashed and the receipts are gone. Yeah, that's it. Where totally was, gone. <laughs> I'm sure I've got they were, tickets. <laughs> oh they were they were in my pair of jeans that I've only wore a pair of jeans for uh, a oh, year. Oh they've been through the wash six <laughs> times. <laughs> times. Correct. Damn. Oh, uh, I don't, I'm always getting into trouble for that. Yeah. You know, at home, <laughs> leaving tissue paper Check your, oh yes. well, in, in the pockets. Just do that to annoy somebody. That's, you know. that's fun. And then <laughs> every single piece of clothing in that wash is cut speckled with tiny pieces of tissue paper. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> there you go. Did it again. Years of, years of practice. Yes, absolutely. It was yeah. my son's birthday yesterday. It went down. It was. Yeah. And happy birthday to Sean indeed. Yes, 30 years old. 30 I can't believe I've got a 30 year old son. You know, sorry, he can't believe he's got a 60-year-old dad, don't worry about well, that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, at least he doesn't have a 39-year-old dad. Well, know, that's he true. started young. Yes, yeah, <laughs> if he'd have been from the UK, he might have. He might have, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, UK. That's all yeah, right. yeah. You're not amongst the tens that are listening. Yes. <laughs> Yet. No, we do we'll have, get you. We do have one, one UK listener, I think. Do we? <laughs> 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 somebody left. Somebody, somebody left to put the lights out. That's it. Or lights back on. Maybe shouldn't say that. Shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. Yeah. No. 
What were we talking about? Yeah, my son's birthday. Yeah. So we went out oh, last night. And yes. We had a wonderful evening at one of my favourite French bistros here in Melbourne. And one of mine as well. Yeah. Me and, and Mrs. Thierry. Mitch. Yep. Bistro and Thierry. Yeah. And oh, my goodness. Fantastic. Oh. The food was sensational. The wine was sensational. Yep. I think between Sean and I, we drank. I'm not a big wine drinker, as you know. I'm a whiskey man. But yep. You can't drink a bottle of whiskey a night and walk home or, no, or you know. No. So we had a bottle of wine pretty much each, which is a lot of wine for me, you know. <laughs> and I thought I would feel sick as a... You're a red wine man, right? Yes. Yeah. Although we, we started the evening with a really nice Chablis. A Chablis? Yeah, which is a white wine, of course, you yes. know, for you uninitiated. <laughs> <laughs> scum. Yeah. It's yeah. a Chablis. Chablis. There you go. Chablis. Yeah. That's what it was. No, but the food, I have to say, was this, the company was sensational. And uh, we had a ball. Oh, you know, good and it was nice. As you, again, we're harking back. But to be able to go out and actually just do something like that. Yep. I've got family members at home uh, just this week as well, you know, uh, having 30th nephews and nieces and having 30th birthdays and big events like that and actually missing out. Yep. Actually, I missed out on my 60th. Yeah. It was last year. And, yep. You know, it was, when I say I missed out, I had a great time. It was just the family at home, yep. you know, and, and they made a huge effort for me. But it's not the same as, you know, normally my birthday's National Celtic Festival it is weekend, too, you know. That's and, right, yes. and they always make a big deal out of it. And uh, hopefully this year is, is coming up you know so they're uh, planned in yeah they're planned in and uh, it's going to be one of the first ones it'll be great isn't it? you know I think uh, uh, people are just desperate to get to events but they always make a big deal out of my birthday and uh, you know I was talking to uh, Una the festival director last year yep before everything you know stopped and ground to a halt <laughs> and you Very know quickly. got cancelled and they you know, I said, oh, what are we going to do about your uh, big birthday this year, 60th, you know? I said, well, oh, I'm gonna, oh, let's terrible, just mate. avoid telling people, you know, but, you know, I've got, I've now resigned myself to the fact that's how old I am. <laughs> There's no hiding it. Nah. You know. What's the point? What's I'm not too point? far behind you, mate. No. I'm not too far. And, well, uh, maybe they can, um, like, fingers crossed everything goes okay because as much as we're way ahead of the game, we're also overly protective of when single little pockets or cases pop up. Yeah, you have to be, you have to hammer down on it quick. I think if you've got zero and then you get one, it's worth the effort, I suppose. But look, what I was going to say, maybe they can have like a a Willie's 60th minus COVID. Yeah. Busty. The 60-61. That's it. (laughs) The big 6-0 that was. That was. There you go. Yeah, that, yeah. That'll do. That'd be nice. The big yeah. six zero that was. I like that. I mean, I got a lot of really good friends who live down uh, Port Arlington Way, and they, you know, they've been emailing me and you know getting in touch and saying, "Oh, we missed your birthday last year," you know, <laughs> and they do. I, you know, I get to town and everybody, happy birthday, Willie. Yeah. So it just makes it feel special. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm well, like I say, privileged. fingers crossed for that one because yeah. it's. Uh, um, we'll be watching it very closely, and it's not. It's not going to be as big as they would normally have it. No, we still have to. You know, I'm sure they still have to abide by the rules, and yeah, uh, I've no idea what they've got planned. You know, but it, it will be a different event. But it, I'm sure, no matter what it is, it will be a great event and well attended. 
you know, because yeah. people are just That's being, a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. My goodness. You know, and it's kind of the last long weekend of the season. It is. You know, yeah. the, uh, the Queen's birthday long weekend. God bless her. <laughs> <laughs> Said Willie Hutton never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, there'll be plenty of bagpipes. <laughs> As you just indicated. Lots of hot air. <laughs> I can't remember the buttons, mate. Yeah, it's yeah. not working. Let's just go for it. The, uh, there you go. There'll be healing coos. The healing coos. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Otherwise known as the royal family. I know we have a few sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Always sure. a few sheep. Always a few sheep. Yeah. And uh, Port Ferry Festival's looking like it's going to go ahead. They've uh, just announced early next year. Yep, they've just announced. So that not only will they the very last one, they're probably going to be one of the first full capacity. Well, oh, maybe maybe not. Well, so it's it's yeah. still a year. Oh, there's a year to go yet, isn't it? There's a year to go, and they've, yeah. they've actually announced a few international acts as well. So fingers crossed that yeah. does happen. Oh, maybe there will be the first one with international acts then. Mm. Yeah, because I think Byron Bay is uh, coming up in uh, up in Queensland uh, for Easter weekend. Yes, yeah, that's and, all uh, Aussie. It's all Aussie, yeah, yeah uh, as it had to be. Uh, every you know, Aussie. Every Aussie. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a hell of a except, lineup. Except me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a Scozzie. I'm a Scozzie, that's true, as is, as is yourself, yeah. you know, and uh, Correct. it's, uh, but it is, as we said, it's great to see live music events. No, it is. Uh, it, is. it was good to see you guys uh, having a bit of fun. Bit of smiling. Yeah. I could see, I told you the next day, I would, yeah. and me and Mrs. Mitch were watching it, and I said, oh, Willie's looking a bit nervous there, <laughs> which is unusual for you, seriously. Very, no, I mean, and it was, it's like, you think, I haven't done this in such a long time. Yep. Can I remember how to do That's it? <laughs> Clearly, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I recorded yeah, that, it. Yeah, it did. I've yeah, got the evidence. you got the evidence. Don't maybe tell could, anybody. Maybe we'll like chuck a wee snippet into this we'll podcast. snippet in the next yeah. podcast. Yeah, That's or the we'll next do. one, yeah. Claymore back live, live. and COVID-free. COVID-free. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> exactly. We need to get a couple of COVID, non-COVID buttons. That's yeah. What like, like, and let's make a point. Next, next podcast, we're not going to mention COVID. No, you're right. It's so, over. Yeah. Unless something serious happens. Of course. Yeah. What if about that serious? Sh- what yeah. about that ship that's blocking the Suez Canal? Five hundred million dollars an hour. I know. That's costing in world trade. It's nonsense, isn't it? You know, hundred million you know, an hour. So our planet's <laughs> economy has come to a grinding halt because of one ship exactly. blocking a canal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know how it happened. I don't read news. Well, anymore. I think what they're saying uh, there was a storm at the time when, as the ship was going up the uh, up the up the canal, up the, up the creek, up the creek. <laughs> and these things are so tall. It's just. It's just it's as tall as a skyscraper, you know. Yeah. Going up and the About wind. Three football pitches. The, the wind. The wind. Come and join us, it. Tim. The wind caught it, twisted it sideways. Yep. And now it's wedged in the Suez Canal. Correct. And uh, it's it's caused a major catastrophic event, you know, that half 
the world's economy is now <laughs> suffering at 500 suffering million an hour. 500 million an hour. You can imagine the captain of that ship. You now, know. talking about captains of ships, or one of the captains of the ship. Yeah. Good segue. Good yeah, hey? Well done. Uh, you're impressed, right? That's very professional. Well done, Tim. Yeah. So we're joined here uh, with a, a special guest, we're, uh, Tim. Tim Smith, who's uh, one of the uh, the one of the, one of the owners of the corner store. Yes, well done. Welcome. Tim. How Thank are you, pal? Thank you. Very well. Very well. Thanks for allowing us to talk such nonsense in your wonderful place. Uh, you're not the only one. Yeah. You know, I actually <laughs> thought it was just waiting staff bringing us another well, drink, I, I, but that's what I was hoping uh, for. <laughs> turns out we weren't getting another drink. Turns <laughs> out we're getting nothing. No. So, Tim, we, we've covered off quickly on COVID, and nobody would know more about the effects of COVID than you guys. It was wonderful, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> so, you know, March the 13th happened and it was pretty much downhill from then. So without going back too far, what's the journey back been like, I guess, from your point of view? Uh, from an owner's point uh, of view. So late October when we reopened, yep. it was amazing. Uh, booked out every session, yep. you know, people just desperate to get out. Um, even, you know, two till four o'clock, no worries yep. if I yeah. get in. Um, everyone was, you know, spend per head was double. Everyone was, you know, having a couple of cocktails, having a bottle of wine, yeah. rather than just one drink. You know, everyone, you know, getting right into it. Entrees, mains, desserts. So it, was, it was amazing. Yeah, a big community uh, support then. Yeah, the the big feeling. You saw it in the press. This shop local thing. Yeah, yeah. That was constantly said by the locals. Oh, we're here because you know we're here for you and support the local business. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah. Um, then uh, January, obviously, anyone that could possibly go away went away after yeah. <laughs> being being locked up for so long. Um, so all going to a halt again. And then it slowed <laughs> right down, and then we we started to come back. And then the strange thing was the five day lockdown. Uh, and speaking to a lot of other people, it was so slow to come out of the five day lockdown. Right. Um, really strange. Um, you know, do you think that was a sense that people were more frightened to come out and do stuff because it, I don't know, yeah. it, like we'd been through the big lockdown oh, and you'd yeah. think you'd do a five day lockdown yeah. standing on your head um, exactly, but and I thought maybe because you know, it was a bit of it was down this way yeah. um, Black Rock, Mentone yep. uh, but to speak to other people across Melbourne and same thing, and same thing people requesting tables outside because they're not confident sitting inside a restaurant or yeah. cancelling a booking of six because one couple don't want to go to a restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really strange and it's only in the last sort of week, 10 days that we've seen business come back really? from that five, lock- yeah, yeah. five day lockdown. Yeah, that's, uh, I wonder whether that's people's trust in, you know, okay, is it really just five days or is it people's, I've had enough of this crap, I'm not planning anything anymore. Well, this yeah. week, you know. this week, our Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, was off the charts. Right. Huge. Excellent. I think Thursday we did, as well as all the other meals, I think we did 70-something Parmas on for dinner. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's a Parma and night <laughs> yeah. here at the corner store. <laughs> I know it well. The Parma's the size of the plate. It is giant. <laughs> giant. Right. Healthy. 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 to the corner store. Men um, and, and, and we were talking the other night, we don't know what's brought on this sudden resurgence again on Tuesday night. And it was like, well, there was an announcement on Monday or Tuesday that they're going to ease restrictions yep. come mm. Friday but none of those really affected the restaurant we already were out of masks and yeah. you know we're socially distancing tables and yep. the, limited, the limit is still the same I have to say I have to say I've, I've been to quite a lot of venues some venues really do everything right this being one of them 
lots of venues I've felt aren't doing everything right you know they don't seem to care how many people's in the venue they don't seem to worry about people signing mm-hmm. in and logging on and you know so I think it's a wee bit disappointing for uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. know. I haven't I been like out that cast, much. Yeah, yeah exactly. Casting the spurs into get some business. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, it's frustrating it? when you run a business and you look at others and you're you like, just, oh, well, yeah, you want to you want to turn people away, it, really? You, you, know? you can't sort of get worried about you know worry about the things you can worry you know you you can fix you can and control. stuff like yeah. that. Control yeah. like mm. don't worry about what anyone else is just doing your right thing. And then we we did get a lot of feedback from customers um, saying, oh, we come here because of that. Yeah. Um, so silence. That's that's <laughs> always good enough. Yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> we're just going to get a little photo. We're, we're going to get a wee photograph um, taken. Uh, we hope. So anyway, hopefully we're back and into it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So it must have been pretty um, touch and go for a bit, right? You guys. I mean, look, it was, and not asking about you guys personally, but businesses in general. You must have thought, is this ever going to end? You know, there's a lot of everyone. Yeah. You know, there's. Everything's political these days, and you're a liberal or you're Labor or whatever, yeah. and yeah. everyone's criticising everyone. But the reality is, there's no way we would have survived without the state and the federal yeah. assistance, assistance. And, and, yeah. um, and, and the measures they put in place to and, you know, keep and people safe. It's one of those things, you know, you can't worry about what other businesses do. But no. the fact that we're a legit business, fully on the books, yeah. you know, all the awards paid. Yeah. Um, we had 18 staff qualify for JobKeeper. Excellent. Mm. So, you know, if you didn't have staff qualify for JobKeeper, you know. Yeah, and you yeah. managed to keep most of them. All the happy, smiling faces that have yeah. seen. Yeah, and yeah. it was good. You know, the staff were happy. and yeah. um, But it all, it all works yeah. in the end. And so, you, you, certainly, yes, you can criticise, you know, decisions made. But the decisions that are made in a hurry... That hard, saved hard that saved us, yeah. and in hindsight, it, you can criticise anything. But yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, well, we're, we're out, definitely a little well. lucky country. I mean, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, we're very grateful for it all. Mm. Yeah, no, well, congratulations, mate, I think, to yeah. you and the, the other two partners and the staff because uh, I love coming down here. It's a great place. So yeah, fun. Thankfully, you're you're open and you're busy. Yeah, um, which is great. We were down here last weekend, and uh, you were at capacity again, and keeping to that capacity, which is yeah, always good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the hammers were flowing. You, you had a new baby during lockdown, really. I didn't did. You? I had yeah. COVID baby. We, did, we yeah. didn't have so much uh, palmas to make. That's yeah. why he was making other things. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they closed my restaurant, and I was forced to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look what happened. Remember me? <laughs> well, I'm back. <laughs> back. Well, in fact, you've <laughs> come back looking pregnant as well as half the other blokes. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's another COVID bonus. Now we have to, have to go back to the gymnasium. I'm going to 36 month gestation. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for allowing us to uh, have the corner booth in uh, the corner store. Anyway, awesome. Now we love doing it here because it gives people the sense of uh, you know that we are open, Melbourne. That is um, yeah. very much so. And we are uh, you know hanging out with each other. Beautiful We're sunny not too day. Scared. And it's a beautiful sunny day. It wasn't this morning, but it's, it is it's, now. It's gorgeous, and we're almost at the end of today, I think. I think we are, yeah. actually. So, so I think, uh, yeah, well, shall we call it there? And I then think we'll call it. We'll say thanks to everybody for uh, all, uh, the tens of you that listened to yeah. Dune Under. Tim's, Tim's one of them. <laughs> He's actually <laughs> a huge fan. Of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's our huge fan. <laughs> I have to listen to see what you say. Shit, wine at the girls. No, so it's never going to happen. So it's goodbye from me. And me? And goodbye from me as well, and we'll sort out uh, 
once again next week what we're doing. We will. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a script. Nah, nah. It's no fun. Let's just talk shite forever. Exactly. Alrighty. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. It's Doon Under. I'm Neil, and he's Willie, and he's Tim. And we'll see you next time. Good on you guys. Cheers. We want this and that. We demand a share in that, and most of that, some of this, and f***ing all of that. So I jumped out of bed, and all I had was my undies on, and I walked out the front, and... Good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie.